Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. Hey y'all, welcome to this week's episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. Um, I'm just going to jump right into this episode. I literally just got home from church. Well, I went to church um, and then I went to the grocery store, brought my groceries, and you would think by the total on the receipt that I was buying groceries for a whole family when it's really just myself. So I think I need to work on how to actually grocery shop because that's, that's ridiculous. Like super ridiculous but anyway um i wanted to come to you because um today is resurrection sunday so of course you will be hearing this on a monday but i am recording this on resurrection sunday so i went to church um service was really good we had a guest um worship person which was brian courtney wilson i'm not sure if you're familiar with him but he's amazing um the message was amazing they even had like a short film basically um telling the story of jesus's death and resurrection but modernizing it i don't even know if that's a word but it was so dope so i really enjoyed church but um if i'm completely honest um you know we talked about people not believing that Jesus died and that he got up from the dead. Like how people are still this day are trying to explain how Jesus died and rose again. And um, it made me think about how there are so many people who say like, you know, Christianity is the white man's religion and, um, that basically black people who believe in Jesus are brainwashed, blase, blase, blase. And so I have been thinking for the longest, like, why do people fight so hard to go against a God or a Jesus that they don't believe in? You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't believe in unicorns. So I'm not about to spend my time or waste my time telling other people that unicorns are not real. Like, why would I try to make other people believe that unicorns are not real just because I don't believe it. So it's crazy that so many people try to say that Jesus did not die and raise up from the dead and that Jesus was just another person. Like, it's crazy that so many people say that, but they spend most of their life trying to argue against something that they quote unquote don't believe in and so i just wanted to come today we'll start off this episode because this episode is going to go to another level but um it made me think about my friend tristan and if i'm completely honest at the beginning of the year um well february i lost tristan on february 19th and i'm sharing this because i feel like this is Y'all know I try to be open, honest, and transparent. But as I sat in church and he talked about how Jesus touched us, but have we touched God? Like, have we, have we actually reached back out to God to touch him, to live the life that he has for us? And it talked about faith and, you know, not being able to explain um, to people Jesus' Jesus' resurrection. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it made me think about how at one point this year, 
I was mad at God. I was mad at him because of the simple fact that um, my friend is gone. And so sometimes when I hear in church, you know, God healed this person of cancer. God healed this person of this. If I'm completely honest, it hurts because my friend is not here anymore, you know. And I wrote him a letter in December. I wrote him a letter for Christmas. And I told him that his healing was taking place in 2019. Not knowing that his healing was going to look completely different than what I wanted it to look like or what I expected it to look like. And I'm going to get to the point of why I'm sharing this because today I was reminded that we are taught faith. We are taught um, faith from our parents. We are taught faith from our grandparents. We're taught faith in church because we hear the stories of the three Hebrew boys. We hear a story about um, a virgin giving birth to a, a child. Like we hear all those things that teach us faith right and um early this year my faith was low because I was mad because I'm like God like I prayed for Tristan you know what I'm saying I gave I put my desires on at your feet and said I would rather have Tristan healed than have this you get what I'm saying and so today at church the pastor said something that Jesus gives his battle to people that he can trust them with. And so when he said that, let me pause. Like, I know Tristan has the ultimate healing. Like, he's in heaven. I believe that with my whole heart, that he's in heaven with God. Um, but sometimes it hurts in the flesh to know that your friend is not here. And so today, Pastor Sim said that Jesus gives his a battle to you that he can trust you with. And so it was refreshing to realize, or not realize, but to be reminded that Jesus, God could trust Tristan with, with cancer. He could trust that Tristan um, would use his cancer to be a blessing to other people and to spread the word about cancer and be a light to other people who are going through the same situation that he was going through. And so I say that to say this, that... You are going through whatever you're going through because God can trust you with it, right? And he wants to build your faith because so many of us have always depended on um, mama's faith and daddy's faith and auntie's faith and uncle's faith, right? But God will get you into a season of your life where you have to trust him and you have to Depend on your own faith in him to get you through what you're going through, right? And so when I say that God is a promise keeper, it's because I know that he's a promise keeper. When I say that God is a healer, it's because I've been sick. I've been exposed to different things that I shouldn't have been exposed to, but that I put myself in that position and God heals me. I've had my heart broken and God healed my broken heart. When I say that God is a provider, it's because it's been days where I've been broke, right? And I didn't know where my next meal was coming from, right? And even in the seasons where I, my priorities were all jacked up and, um, 
I had money for clothes, but I didn't have enough money to make pay my bills. God still made a way. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was at fault. So what I'm telling you is that in this season, whatever you're going through, I want you to remember that God is one, he's going to get you through it, right? Two, that it may not have the outcome that you want it to have, but God is still going to get the glory for it. So he's going to cause it to work for your good. And that three, he gives you that battle because he can trust you with it. And so you may not trust yourself with it, but God can trust you with it. And I just hope that that will encourage somebody to keep pushing, to keep fighting, and to keep pressing into God in this season of your life. Whew. Sorry, y'all. Like that that just was on my heart to share with somebody. Like keep pressing into God. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep pushing. Because in this season in your life, you cannot depend on anybody's faith but your own faith. And I know that there are so many people who are turning to sage and they're turning to uh, the universe. But I'm telling you, y'all, I've tried God for myself and I know that he's real. There have been times when I didn't know what to pray and I said, Jesus, and I saw a change. And so I just wanted to get on here well, not to do all this, but just to encourage somebody to keep going. Don't let what the world tells you or what the world shows you doubt that God is real. Don't let what the world shows you or what the world tries to tell you make you think that there is still not power in the blood of Jesus. Because there is power in the blood and in the name of Jesus, right? And I will not be a sellout. I will not sell my soul to this world and tone down the fact that I believe in God or that I believe in Jesus just to make others feel comfortable okay so now that that is out of the way let's jump right into today's topic um earlier this week I sent out um an email so if you're not a part of my subscriber list you may want to go to jessicajanae.com and subscribe to my mailing list because I sent out two really good emails earlier this week um and so one of the emails basically, um, well, no, it wasn't even an email. I don't think it was an email. Yeah. Yes, it was. Basically, one of the emails was talking about um, being confident in what you're declaring. You know, a lot of people have been doing the April affirmations, myself included. And I have been saying, um, I affirm that God is doing a brand new thing, right? And so... Um, I'm starting to see some things change in my life. And it's nerve-wracking, right? And so basically in one of the, the emails, I was just letting my subscribers know or remind them that in this season of you affirming all these things and declaring and decreeing the things that you want to see happen in your life, that you have to be confident, not in yourself, but you have to be confident in God. Confident that whatever he leads you to, He's going to provide for you in that season, right? Um, because I've been asking God to do a new thing in my life. I've been declaring and decreeing that God's going to do a new thing in my life. And the fact that something new came into my life is nerve-wracking to me. And I started to depend on my own strength and say, okay, this is this is not real. I can't do this. But I have to be reminded that I can't lean on myself or in my own confidence, but I have to depend on 
God and his character and trust that he won't try to, I don't want to say pull one over me or get one over me, if that makes sense. But just being confident in what you're declaring, because you can declare and decree all day that you are healed, whole, beautiful, worthy, all that. But if you don't walk in that confidently, and I'm not talking about depending on your own strength or your own might and your own will, but depending on God's strength and God's will, like you're you're not gonna be ready to receive what He has for you. Um, but that's not why even what I want to talk about either. So I don't know who that was for. Um, but what I did want to talk about is earlier on Facebook I posted this on Thursday actually and I said I can't stress this enough in your season of feeling lonely please press into God you have to be very careful and intentional with what and who you entertain during your season of feeling lonely trying to get over heartbreak season of waiting etc with God's help you will eventually get to a place where you feel content and the things and people you once entertained will try to resurface and you'll ask yourself what in the world was I thinking child basically what i'm saying trying to say is be careful very careful with what you eat when you're hungry your appetite is always different when you're hungry versus when you're full so ladies i really want after all that i said earlier i really came on this um episode today is to remind you that you have to be very careful with who and what you are entertaining in your seasons of feeling lonely and your season of going through a heartbreak your season of waiting for god to do what he promised you to do because i'm telling you y'all i have been there so i'm not telling you what i think i'm telling you what i know there have been season in my seasons in my life where i was so lonely right that my my standards were not all that high like my standards were low like I was saying that my standards were high with my mouth but when my body was doing and who I was entertaining my standards were really really low right and so now that I'm at this place where I'm healed and I am you know moving forward into the woman that God has called me to be these people are coming at me y'all I got a text message at three o'clock one morning from somebody who I'm trying to figure out why they still got my number but I knew it was him because of the simple fact that I could I looked through the text thread, right? And the text thread even disgusted me because even my conversation was different in that season of me being lonely and just wanting attention. Um, And I'm telling you, from what I know, I have entertained some people, y'all, who I should have never entertained. And one day I will tell my full testimony. But what I'm telling you y'all is that there will be people you entertain in your seasons of being lonely and just trying to fill a void that years from now when you are content with life and you're moving forward and walking in purpose and you're growing and you're glowing, those people are going to come back to you and you're going to be like, "What? what in the hell? Excuse my French, but what in the hell was I thinking? Like I saw a guy got married the other week like ew like you're not even my type on a bad day so what was I thinking why because my appetite was way different when you hungry you starving and when you starving anything looks good anything man woman anything if you catch my drift my appetite was real open because why I was hungry and I wasn't pressing into God I wasn't pressing into the person that can satisfy my thirst that makes me think of the woman at the well um 
she went to the well to get some water, right? And then Jesus told her, not knowing she was entertaining Jesus, Jesus was like, if you drink from this well, basically you'll get thirsty again. But I'm going to quench your thirst, right? And so... I've always felt like the woman at the well, like for so long, I went to other things and other people and other habits to try to quench a thirst that only God could satisfy in me. Right. And so what I'm telling y'all is this. You you want to be very careful with who. And what you're entertaining because you're not going to be sad forever. You're not going to feel lonely forever. First of all, you may feel lonely, but you're never alone because God's word says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. So there was a time when I would feel lonely. Even now when I feel my my moments of feeling like I'm lonely, I say, God, I feel lonely. But your word says that I never, I, you will never leave me nor forsake me. So God, I need you to feel this void that I'm feeling. Right? I need to feel your presence. I need to I need you to comfort me right now. Your God word says that he is close to those who are brokenhearted. So God, my heart is broken right now. So I need you to be I need to feel you close to me right now, right? That's how you have to talk to God because I'm telling you if you give in to what you what your flesh is wanting or uh, desiring while you're hungry or while you're thirsty, sis, bro, I promise you. I promise you, you are going to regret it. And I won't say regret it because at the end of the day, I don't regret anybody or anything that I've done in my life because it made me become the woman that I am now. And of course, I still have more growing to do. But I will say that there, I would have saved myself a lot of um, random people. A lot of like, dang, like embarrassing moments. <laughs> if I would have just pressed into God in those seasons where I felt like I was alone, where I felt like I was heartbroken, where I felt like nobody wanted me. So I just went out and did whatever I could do to get attention. I'm telling you, don't fall for the devil's thirst trap. Don't fall for the devil's thirst trap because he will send things that look appeasing to you that you would never show attention to or give the time of day when you are full or when your thirst is satisfied. So I'm I'm telling you, please be careful. Please be careful. Your purpose is depending on you not to settle in this season. Your your future is depending on you not to settle in this season, y'all. <laughs> God is depending on you. There are people who are attached to your purpose and the call of your life. Depending on you not to settle in this season. Your future kids are depending on you not to settle in this season. Child. Child, child, child. I'm telling you, don't be thirsty in this season. And if you are thirsty, because we all get thirsty every now and then, you better go to the one that can quench your thirst. And it's Jesus. It is so Jesus. It's really Jesus. And I'm not telling y'all from what I read in the Bible, which I did read in the Bible with the woman in the well, but I'm telling y'all what I know. I'm telling y'all that I've been there. I'm telling y'all that I have entertained people that I never should have entertained. I disrespected my body. I disrespected other people's situation. Okay? I dealt with people that I would never bring home to my parents. Because of the simple fact that at that time in my life, I was thirsty. I was hungry. I was starving. I was starving to be chosen when God had already chosen me. I was starving for attention when God loves me and I am like the apple of his eye I was starving for all the wrong things 
I was starving spiritually and I was start I was but I was feeding my flesh. So yeah, spiritually I was starving, but my flesh was being real full. Right? So I just wanted to come on here. Um I know I started off the show a little emotional, okay? But I'm just like God is real. Jesus is real. And um I know we will have moments in our life where it's like, God, you going to do me like that? You really going to do me like that after all that I've, you know, when you feel like you've sacrificed stuff, when you feel like you have grown up a little bit, and you know what I'm saying? You feel like you tithing your money, but you still have your days when you broke. Like, I've been there, but God is real. Your problems are real, but your God is realer. Your problems may seem big, but you serve a bigger God any day of the week, any day of the week. And just like how I was upset about Tristan, like I was upset with God, but I realized that my friend has the ultimate healing, the ultimate healing. Like his cancer is never coming back, right? So I would be selfish to want him to be on earth healed, but the possibility of his cancer coming back. And then today at church, the pastor reminded us that Jesus will give you a battle that he can trust you with. And so Tristan was entrusted with that battle because God knew that he would handle it the way that he did handle it. And that was with grace. That was with integrity. He was with a life for other people. So whatever you may be going through in this season, God can trust you with it. Because if he couldn't trust you with it, he probably wouldn't have gave it to you. Because there are people who are going to try to figure out how in the world you survived the season that you may be going through right now. You're going to say it was nothing but the grace of God. You are going through the season that you're going through because somebody is dependent on you. That when they go through that season, you can give them a word. You can give them a testimony. Right? Like, my aunt shared with us at, during our girls' weekend the other week um, about her testimony, right? And I told her, I said, God let you go through that because you're going to be able to help other single mothers, right? Because there are single mothers who would lose their mind if they went through half of the stuff that you went through, right? But because God gave you a, a, a testimony, you can help another single mother get through that, that season in their life if they should find themselves in that season. The reason why you're going through that heartbreak is because God is going to send somebody behind you that's going to experience a similar heartbreak and you're going to be able to minister to them. Y'all, I've had my heart broken. So a lot of y'all reach out to me about heartbreak. I'm able to tell you how I got through, how God got me through because I've experienced. I can't preach where I haven't been. You can't teach a lesson that you've never learned yourself. You get what I'm saying? And so I just wanted to remind you that you are in this season for a reason and that you have got to be very careful with what you do and who you entertain in this season that you find yourself in. You have to ask and pray. You have to pray and ask God to give you the spirit of discernment and wisdom and clarity and insight, right? Because you don't want to be, you don't want to be in a, a different season and people from your past season trying to sneak in there. Nope. You are left in the season when I was a hot mess. Okay. Stop texting me. Lose my number. Stop DMing me. Lose my number. Just stop following me on social media. Please do. Child. Because I don't got nothing for you. The old Jessica had a lot for you. The old Jessica had a whole lot for you. But this Jessica, she don't got, she don't got nothing for you, son. She... She don't got nothing for you. She don't got, she just, she don't got nothing for you. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. She don't got nothing for you. Nothing at all. That's what you got to tell people. That's what you got to tell people. You. That's what you got to tell people. The old me has stuff for you, but I don't got this new one. Don't got nothing for you. So, y'all, I, I love y'all. Please don't fall victim to the thirst trap. Okay? Please stay encouraged. Please be reminded that you are in the season that you're in for a reason. It's preparation season. And although your season may not look good, it may not feel good, we serve a God that will get you through it. Yeah, I have been there. I have been at the lowest of lows from being from a heartbreak season to being totally broke season to the season where I felt like nobody wanted me. I felt didn't know my worth. I've been all that. But God got me through. He got me through it. And I know that he's going to get the, get you through it. So don't depend on your flesh. Don't depend on... Don't depend on your flesh in this season. But depend solely on God. Your future season will definitely... Definitely thank you for it. Definitely thank you for it. So, yep. I love y'all. I hope y'all have an awesome week. Um... Stay encouraged. Stay encouraged that things are going to get better. Y'all, I promise y'all things will get better. Um, They just will. They just will. I'm so excited because I know that they will. I know that things are going to get better for you. So keep yourself prayed up. Um, I love y'all. And there's nothing that you can do about it. Have an awesome, awesome week. Remember that if you need me, if you need a prayer, if you want me to pray for you, or if you have any topic suggestions, please email me at dearsisterpodcast at gmail.com. Have an awesome week, y'all.